it's September. What's happening in the natural world? Here are Boulder naturalists Steve Baricious, Scott Sievers, and Ruth Carol Cushman. We're sitting in Steve's patio in a gorgeous wildflower garden with fountains bubbling away, and the hummingbirds are all around us, almost like insects. There's so many of them. It's just a, a paradise out here. Right now, we are running a combination of flowers and feeders to attract the birds. The other attractant are the insects along the river. Currently, I'm running about 20 feeders. Given our sugar usage, I calculate we're attracting a minimum of 15,000 individual hummingbirds daily. Do they ever light on you when you're trying to hang a feeder in it? Generally, no, but they'll come very close. I believe pretty surely they know that we're not to be feared. When we carry a feeder out to replace one that's empty, they follow us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll perch on the feeder as we're even walking toward the location. I'm seeing a juvenile Rufus hummingbird over here. And the way I can tell is Rufus hummingbirds have this rusty orange color. I like to call them little orange fluff balls. Broad-tailed hummingbirds, which are our resident, are emerald, forest green, and the males have a red throat that shines in the sun. A lot of people call them ruby-throated hummingbirds. Well, they're not. They're broad-tailed hummingbirds. And probably the best distinction is that trill that we've been hearing. Ruby-throateds don't have a very musical wing, whereas broad-tails probably have the most musical wing of all our hummingbirds. In 2001, you and Deb, your wife, were the first in the nation to earn a hummingbird bander certification by the North American Banding Council, right? That's correct. Bird banding is fundamental to the understanding of bird biology. Everything we know about bird longevity, migration and nesting studies, so many aspects of bird biology has come through bird banding. Have you noticed any phenological changes in hummingbirds' timing over the years? You know, I am beginning to see that. Phenological refers to the seasonal timing of flower's emergence or a bird's migration or a bear's emergence from a hibernation den. It's a calendar of wildlife and botanical activity. Okay, and so when studying birds, we look at it as a calendar of their occurrence throughout the year, their arrivals, their onset of courtship activities, the nest building, the laying of eggs, and the timing of the young and the brood. One thing I've noticed is that hummingbirds are staying later in the year than they have in the past. It seems the timing of arrivals haven't changed much, if at all, that I can see. We'll see birds generally from April 15th to April 24th, and then the numbers start building from them. And I haven't seen a lot of change in that, but in the fall, for many years, by Labor Day, it was common to have maybe four or five or six birds left at our feeders, sometimes maybe one or two. Now we're seeing birds into the mid-September, with a few staying into early October. We think this is due to climate change and as you get 
into the first of September and beyond, a great many more will be traveling through the plains. They'll be shotgunning out into the plains, both the Broadtails and the Rufus. As far as uh, Greeley, a great many birds will show up in the Boulder-Longmont area. Many years ago, probably 40 years ago, not a lot of people were feeding hummingbirds in the Boulder-Denver-Longmont area. I started encouraging people to put out feeders, particularly in late summer and early fall. After they're seeing the hummingbirds coming to feeders, more interest was gained in how to attract hummingbirds using flowers. And so a lot more people are planting those attractants to the birds. We see a greater expansion of trees and shrubs and flowers that keep the hummingbirds there. Steve Baricious with Carol Cushman and Scott Sievers are friends and bolder naturalists.